Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. We're joined today by Michael Warren, White House correspondent of the Weekly Standard. Michael, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I'm just uh, getting through the salacious, uh, interesting dime store novel uh, that is the Comey prepared statement for <laughs> tomorrow's uh, hearing. You know, people are are so wound up about tomorrow's appearance by former FBI Director James Comey. Uh, before the Senate Intelligence Committee, that um, I thought I'd help out and um, and just let people have a little a little taste of it ahead of time. So wait, let me let me adopt a um, a Boy Scout tenor to my voice. There we go. Chairman Burr, Ranking Member Warner, members of the committee, thank you for inviting me to appear before you today. I was asked to testify today to describe for you my interactions with President-elect and President Trump on subjects that I understand are of interest to you. <laughs> I have not included every detail from my – this is important. I have not included every detail from my conversations with the president. But to the best of my recollection, I have tried to include information that may be relevant to the committee. So in your reading of this uh, uh, prepared testimony. What do you think is the information that is most relevant to the committee in it? Well, uh, it is really a, the whole statement really is sort of a confirmation of number of reports, mostly in the New York Times, uh, of interactions between Comey and Trump, uh, that Comey and, and Comey Associates beforehand, uh, characterized as troubling to the now former FBI director. Um, I think, uh, well, first of all, let me say this, Eric, that everybody's going to interpret this statement, this prepared statement, the way that they want to, right? The uh, people who are want to defend Trump will see, will look at, for instance, see the president was right when he said that uh, James Comey uh, denied that the president was under investigation by the FBI. Um, and, and, of course, Comey does that. He confirms that on three occasions he told the president that. Um, and uh, the ultimate Trump uh, uh, critics will say, uh, we'll see. This is this is uh, statement is clear that uh, the president tried to obstruct justice, and we should impeach him uh, yesterday. You know, and I mean, this will this is sort of the way this is, this will be interpreted. I think more of what we can take away from this is um, it paints a um, I would say I would say a troubling picture of the president's uh, at least initial understanding of uh, his role as president, his role as uh, head of the um, uh, of the executive branch, the independence of the FBI, and um, without drawing any conclusions about what that means about what he did or said or didn't say or didn't do, um, uh, I think if Comey's recollections are correct, there's no reason to think that the broad recollections aren't. Um, uh, then this is a this is a president who uh, has caused himself more problems than um, than than necessary simply out of his own sort of ignorance about the way things work. Although I I think one of the interesting things that we learned from this prepared testimony are some details. Yes, uh, details for example about the the memos we've heard so much about. So here's here's James Comey after his first meeting with Donald Trump in t- Trump Tower. Um, and it, during this one-on-one meeting, by the way, Comey did tell – this was the first time that Comey told Trump he was not under investigation. And it is worth pointing out that he is specific that he offered that information without being asked about it. Right. Um, but he still felt uncomfortable 
as if he had been asked about it. Right. Um, and so he said as he left that first meeting, I felt compelled to document my first conversation with the president-elect in a memo to ensure accuracy. I began to type it on a laptop in an FBI vehicle outside Trump Tower the moment I walked out of the meeting. Now, there has been some question about whether Comey has the memo still, whether those memos are something he considers work product or, you know, belonging to the FBI official records. It would seem to me if you're on a laptop in your FBI vehicle that that's work product. Right. And people are going to be asking tomorrow, to see where them. are the memos? Right. Let's see the memos. And these are also memos that he shared, he says, he shared with senior FBI officials. So presumably some of those officials could also be called in for questioning to confirm that as well, because he says that he not only wrote those memos immediately, but that he gave them to those senior officials. Any of those senior it. officials be asked directly by a senator, are you the person who told what was in the memo? I don't know. The concept of writing these memos is not something that Comey says he did with President Obama. So that is, uh, he mentions in the beginning of this that he only met, I believe, with President Obama twice uh, in one-on-one sessions. Um, and uh, and as, let's see, he was first he was first brought in in what 2013. So um, just just twice uh, one-on-one sessions over a f- few years. Um, he did not feel compelled to write memos about that. But the the sort of uh, uh, style of memo writing or writing down, taking notes um, is something that's sort of a part of the culture of the FBI. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I think absolutely that that's something that, um, that, that senators are going to be asking about and wanting more confirmation and more proof of. One of the little details I love in this uh, prepared testimony is that um, in the dinner that Comey had with President Trump, he writes, it turned out just to be the two of us seated at a small oval table in the center of the green room. <laughs> two Navy stewards waited on us, only entering the room to serve food and drinks. So this image of sort of being in one of the grand rooms of the White House and uh, sitting in the middle ar- around a small table, right. it's, um, it's very visually arresting. Right. I mean, again, this was this is like uh, uh, reading a small little piece of literature. And and Comey's Comey's not an idiot. He he knows that this is going to be poured over by people in Washington as it as it was the moment it came out. Uh, lots of reporters, lots of uh, uh, people, you know, who watch these sorts of things. Um, the the whole account is very arresting. It makes you want to read more and keep reading. Um, I think it also is an attempt to demonstrate how sort of how uh, he how observant he is and how how many details he's paying attention to um the 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 part of that particular dinner his account of that dinner which i thought was really interesting um and i don't know which way it cuts or anything i just thought it was an interesting um uh, point was um he mentions that he had a feeling in that dinner um he was asked by the president um do you like the job essentially do you want to stay in this job as the fbi director and Comey describes himself as being a little confused by that question because he had already said to the president-elect, um, you know, that that he would like to stay on and would like to continue his ten-year term. Remember, FBI directors are nominated by presidents, confirmed by the Senate, but serve ten-year terms, so they outlast the president. Uh, certainly, outlast the president unless the president fires them. Uh, the president who nominated them, and uh, and so he's a little confused by this. And this is where Comey describes his view 
that he viewed that this conversation, where this was going, was an attempt by the president um, to uh, essentially have Comey ask the president for his own job, for the job he currently was in and that he had been constitutionally right. confirmed for, and that he felt that this was an effort by the president to sort of uh, engender a, a, a patronage to, you know, that, that it's something that would uh, prompt uh, Comey to feel a sense of loyalty to, the, to President Trump himself. But in the novelistic quality of the of this statement, right. you know, there is a big difference between a president demanding a uh, patronage position and someone in a dinner with the president because the president asked you if you liked your job or not, that you then imagine that what he really means is X, Y, and Z. Right. And um, there does seem to be a lot of, you know— Things that aren't what Trump said per se, but how Comey felt about what right. Trump said and how he felt about it is often a lot more elaborate than what Trump himself said. True. But um, on the other hand, you know, these are um, uh, the, the, the sort of aren't it's it's not necessarily oper- he's not operating in a vacuum here. Comey is right. He's sort of basing this off of um, other statements. Um, again, what he had told the president, you know. A month beforehand, that he w- he did want to keep the job. I think you're right uh, that a lot of this is about interpretation. Um, there's also a lot that we that Comey doesn't touch on here, right? He doesn't t- really talk about any of his interactions with uh, other people in the administration, except for one. He mentions that he did say to the uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions that he would not like uh, he, he would like he, he expects the Attorney General to help him avoid being stuck in one-on-one meetings with the president where the independence of the FBI could, you know, uh, that he felt was, was under, um, uh, uh, was under question or, or, or could be questioned. Um, but yeah, you're right. This is all about uh, a lot of it is based on Comey's own interpretation. It doesn't mean that it's made up, uh, but it does mean that, uh, you know, there's going to be, um, again, as I said, this will be interpreted by everybody in the way that they would like to. The questions that I have and the questions I'm asking the White House and asking now the White House's outside counsel, which we've been informed is handling questions about Comey's statement, um, is does the president dispute any um, of what uh, Comey's descriptions of their meetings? Um, do, does uh, just I've asked the, the uh, attorney general's office, the, the Department of Justice, does the attorney general uh, dispute the uh, conversation that he had with uh, Comey, as Comey describes it, um, and and of course, additionally, what other conversations were going on um, between White House and administration officials and the FBI director? Here's the um, here's the the big takeaway, or sort of uh, the, the, sort of where we sit at this point. I think you're right about the interpretive the, the problems of interpreting uh, sort of uh, statements that aren't entirely clear. The president doesn't even seem to be entirely clear of what uh, in what he's saying. We have sort of a situation where the poles of possibilities here um, are a, a president who clearly doesn't you can read this in Comey's testimony, clearly doesn't sort of understand the independence of the FBI, sort of in many ways what's in the best interest of him. He, he frequently asks Comey, for instance, to say in public to get it out there in public that the president himself is not under investigation. And what Comey says is that um, that the, his, the really the proper way to do that is to go through the deputy attorney general through the Justice Department. And But he also told the president that it, the Justice Department was probably not inclined to do this because 
uh, it would it would if there were ever a change in that uh, statement that the president's not under investigation, there would have to be a public, uh, uh, you know, re- uh, revision of that statement that the president's not under investigation. And that causes all kinds of problems. It's the kind of sort of boring legal uh, 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 thought processes that the president doesn't seem to understand. So you have that at one end of the poll. The other end of the poll is that it's possible, reading this Comey testimony, that the president doesn't want uh, this investigation to go on or wants the wants the FBI director to put the kibosh on it uh, because there's something in the investigation, something that he's done or said or people he knows have, uh, have done or said that he doesn't want out there. Um, it's something... Either it's something between those two things, if Comey's testimony is to be taken seriously. Um, and the question really is, what is it? And there's so much more information that we don't have uh, to answer that question. Democrats are going to run with obstruction of justice. I don't think this statement shows it, um, but it certainly doesn't end the questions about, you know, what did the president do? What did the president ask of the FBI director now intelligence, top intelligence officials, et cetera, uh, about this Russia investigation. Well, some of those questions may get asked tomorrow yes. when James Comey <laughs> makes his big appearance. Michael Warren, White House correspondent for The Weekly Standard, thanks for joining us on The Daily Standard podcast. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Standard. You can get all of our podcasts at weeklystandard.com, or better yet, subscribe at iTunes or Google Play. Go to either of those fine services and search for Weekly Standard. That way you'll never miss any of our podcasts, including the Substandard podcasts on Thursdays, the Crystal Clear podcast with Bill Crystal every Friday, and the Confab with me, Eric Felton, every weekend. Catch you next time.